0: It is Sunday, November 13th in the NBA, and I'm back with my three favorite picks of the day. Today, we have a special guest, because get those brooms out. Yesterday, we had a 3-0 sweep of a day, a great bounce back for us all. Joel Embiid, best bit of the day, over 27.5 points did you have to sweat it he was even chucking up a three in garbage time when they scored 42 points to get that done damian lillard cashes his over zion williamson cashes his over a great 3-0 and day great bounce back day the best bet of the day moves to 19 and 6 on the year let's continue that momentum into sunday into a new week if you are new go down below hit that subscribe button we're so close to i think 53,000 subscribers, maybe 54. I don't remember. You guys have been crushing the button so much. I don't even know what number we're at. Hit that like button too. And if we've been helping you make some money, go down below, become a COS all-star. Secretly, if you watched our college video, a football video, I had a five and and0 day. Logan had a three and two day, a very good day all around, but we do have a couple other videos on the screen. But if you want to become an all-star, click the join button on the channel. You get our place a little bit early, but we have a couple other videos. It's Sunday, NFL big day. we got our best bets for week 10 spread picks and we have our best parlays and player props video as well. Both will be linked at the end of this one also in the pin comment section down below in the comments. It will be hard for you not to find them. they will be linked a ton of different places. I have nothing else to say. Let's get into our best bit of the day. Try to move to 20 and six on the year. Think you might've heard of this guy, DeMar DeRozan. We're taking his over 24 and a half points, minus 105 on DraftKings. You can play this up to 25 and a half, 26 and a half. If you want a ladder, 30 plus points was I think plus 250 on FanDuel, 35 plus, plus points, plus 800 on points bet. No not hate that because we know DeMar DeRozan. Like a guy like Damian Lillard, this line is too low. This line's disrespectful. And I understand why the line is what it is, but it's DeMar DeRozan. We know this guy can go out there and score 40 points. He could score that against the best defenses in the NBA. He's one of the best players. And while he doesn't have the craziest high you know, usage that he used to have last season when Zach Levine was still out, he got a great matchup against the Denver Nuggets, a team allergic to guarding anyone. Now DeRozan has only scored 25 plus points hitting this over in only six of seven or six of 13 games so he's gone over six times gone under seven times but you look at the games and take a closer look at the games that he's gone under look at his field goal attempts he's at six nine nine eleven twelve fourteen and then a bad shooting game 21 field goal attempts look at six of the seven misses he didn't even attempt 15 or more field goal attempts several of them attempting in the single digits I know DeRozan, this is not a guy that's normally a guy that's only shooting six, nine, nine field goal attempts. This is a guy that normally goes out there, attempts just at 15, sometimes 20-plus shots, and I'd be shocked to, in this game if he does not attempt 15 or more field goal attempts. It's a great pace-up spot, and it's a Denver Nuggets team that doesn't guard a lot of people. You look at the games in which he's been attempting 15 or less, two of them against the Toronto Raptors. Go figure. It's a Raptors team. That's why I leaned Halliburton's under in points yesterday. I think he scored, what, five points? Look, the Raptors double team the opposing team's number one guy. So he was double-teamed all game. You look at Cleveland, great paint, paint defense, another team he didn't attempt a lot of shots. Philadelphia put P.J. Tucker on him, their best defender. Then you also had the Charlotte Hornets. He only played 28 minutes in that game. I don't really know if he got injured or not, but either way, it's very rare to see him not shoot a lot, and I think he's going to be shooting a lot in this game. The over-under is 231. The, they're expecting a lot of points, and the Bulls don't have a lot of scorers on this team. Kobe White, who normally comes off the bench, he's out. Now, I'm not considering him a big-time scorer, but Pat Williams and Io DeSumo, who are in the starting lineup, not necessarily the biggest guys in terms of shooting the ball. You also got Goran Dragic, basically their only number one option coming off the bench. He'll shoot some, but he only plays a certain amount of minutes. Nikola Vucevic can have his hands full guard Nikola Jokic on the other side of the court he might shoot some but he's not going to bring up the ball he's not going to create his own shot that really leaves a lot to Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan I like both of their points overs but DeRozan's just the guy I trust a little bit more even if he doesn't have it going I know DeRozan can get to the free throw line just like Damian Lillard last night what did he make five field goal attempts he stunk it up but he made like 95 free throws and that's a guy like DeRozan that I want to trust now DeRozan scored 25 plus points in 17 of his last 25 games with 15 or more field goal attempts look if DeRozan doesn't go out there and shoot 15 plus times I'd be shocked I think he's going to shoot a ton and including if you kind of subtract the games he's at this 25 plus points and 20 of his last 25 games with 15 plus field goal attempts at home so obviously at home In Chicago, he leads the Bulls in drives per game, should be driving, getting to the free throw line, doing what he does. This is the guy that's one of the best scorers in the NBA. I'm old enough to remember when the line was 33 and a half last season. You're getting a great buy low spot on DeRozan after, you know, the last, prior to last game when he scored 33 points, he had gone under, and those were the two games against the Raptors. I think that's what nuked his line really low. I think they just haven't overcorrected his line. DeRozan's one of the best guys. I mean, six of the last eight teams versus Denver have attempted 90 or more field goal attempts. Like DeRozan, if, they, if you see the Bulls attempting a lot of shots, he's probably one of the guys shooting a ton. And unless Zach Levine's got a 50-piece, I think DeRozan's gonna go out there and play pretty well best bet of the day, over 24 and a half points. The lines is just a little bit too low. I'm not going to overthink it. DeRozan, he's so good. Go get it done, Debo. Now let's keep it moving. And I don't do this normally. Our next play, Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets taking his over 19 and a half points, minus 102 on FanDuel. I don't see this line changing. And honestly, I'd still take it up a point if it does, but I don't see it going up too much. Now let's talk about Jamal Murray and let's talk about this game because obviously they're taking on the Chicago Bulls, DeMar DeRozan, and I don't normally double dip. You will rarely see me double dip into the same game because you can get a blowout and now you're down, what, two and a half units today. But I don't see this game being a blowout, and knock on wood, knock on wood, everyone. We don't need this game being a blowout. You have an over/under at 231. The spread's, what, minus one and a half. Basically, a pick on both ways. Don't think either of these teams do blow out the opposing team. If the Nuggets are getting blown out, they normally have a good chance of getting back into the game. And Jamal Murray, let's this is more of a line read. If you want to take his points plus assists, go for it. 24 and a half, not too bad of a line. But let's talk about Murray, because his line for points has risen. Why? I don't know. But you look at his number, he's gone under this line, four straight games, under a nine of 11 overall. Yet They moved up his line. What do they know? Because we looked at that Tyler Hero play a couple of weeks, uh, maybe a week or two back. They rose his line after going under in like two straight games. Now you see Murray, I I won't really count the first like five or so games of the year. He was still coming back from injury and he still technically is. But over the last six games, we've seen Murray's playing time go up a lot. I think this is his breakout game. Just just calling my shot. But let's talk about Murray. He's averaged 30.6 minutes per game over the last six, and only one game did he see fewer than 30 minutes. That was a game against the Spurs. He only played 23 minutes, only attempted 10 shots. It was a blowout. Like I said, we can't afford a blowout here, and I don't think we get one. But look at the last game against the Boston Celtics. He played a season-high 35 minutes. Today, the Nuggets gonna be without my man, Bones Highland. He will be out and they're gonna lack guard depth. If you wanna look at Bruce Brown's over in PRAs or maybe over in assists, I don't hate that because he's basically the only guard coming off this bench then he plays a lot of minutes and they're gonna need him to play a lot of minutes because. Other guys off the bench, you get Jeff Green, old man Jeff, who still posterizes people, Christian Braun, who probably won't play a lot of minutes, and then DeAndre Jordan, who's absolutely sucked this year, and he'll play, obviously, for Nikola Jokic, but not a lot of guard depth, so they're going to need Jamal Murray out there for 32 to 36-ish minutes, and I think he's going to be out there because this season, when he's played 30 or more minutes, he's done that in five games, five of his last six, he's averaged 32.2 minutes per game, so he should see potentially more than that, 19.2 points per game, and 17.2 field goal attempts per game. But the field goal attempts are there. Last game, he went six for 17. He's not shooting a ton of threes, which is fine by me. This is obviously a guy we've seen in the bubble days be able to score 50 points in a game. I think you're in a break get, great by low spot over the last three games. He's attempted 17, 15, and 17 field goal attempts. He's going to shoot it a lot. Like I said, a high over under versus the Bulls. And 18 players have attempted 15 or more field goal attempts versus the Bulls. 14 of them have scored 20 plus points. You're basically asking for a little bit over a point per shot, which I think he's perfectly capable of getting that done. He set this over in three straight for Chicago, obviously none since the return from his ACL injury, but Murray he's yet to have that big breakout game. The high scored this season is 24 points. Could he break that today against the Chicago Bulls? I certainly think, though. I'm not scared of, you know, Caruso or Ayo Desumu guarding him defensively. He's going to have a lot of screens from Jokic, which you can't really go on. You aren't going to go under too many of those screens. So I think we'll see Jamal Murray. Very good day. We're taking his over 19 and a half points. Probably wouldn't play it up any higher, but that's just my opinion. And the final guy, our final player prop. I'm going to start taking some more unders next week, so get ready for those. It's going to be the guy on my shirt. I don't have a DeRozan or Jamal Murray shirt. But we're taking Shea Gilder's Alexander's over in points, 27 and a half of the OKC Thunder, minus 108 on Fanduel. You can play it up to 28 and a half if you really want to. Let's talk about SGA. He's been ridiculous this year. And he's made us a lot of money. We we strategically avoided him in his last game as he played the Toronto Raptors, a game in which he scored 20 points going under. Now, granted, he did it in 28 minutes, obviously. I think that might be a season low for him for minutes because it was a blowout game. But on the year, SGA averaging 30.5 points per game over this line in eight of 11 games. So a great track record. I don't know if we've lost a bet with SGA so far this year. Knock on wood, we don't want to lose one today. But let's talk about his three misses, the games he went under. One against Toronto, double teams, only 28 minutes. Another one against the Milwaukee Bucks once. They played them twice, like almost back to back. But they have a great paint defense. They had Bobby Portis. They had Brooke Lopez that game. He only played 32 minutes as well. He went under. The next game, that other went under. 24 points against the Clippers. Shot 10 for 23, so didn't shoot great from the field. Only two free throw attempts, which is very rare for him. And 34 minutes because he had some foul trouble in there. Look. If he doesn't get, he's going to get to the free throw line more than that, especially against the Knicks team, second most fouls committed per game in the NBA. Now, RJ Barrett likely going to be the guy that's going to match up on SGA. And while I like Barrett, I like him for as a Knicks fan. He's a decent defender. He's not, you know why leonard from past days where he just clamps up and you just want to avoid him at all costs he's not that 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 good at defense he is good but this sga he can get wherever he wants on the court against anyone this is unless you're getting double teamed which i don't see the knicks double teaming him they're also without mitchell robinson who's the best rim protector while isaiah hartenstein the backup center decent he can guard he can have decent rim protection but also much slower than a mitchell robinson doesn't have a lot of recovery speed if sga gets past him Gonna be a free layup and then the guy coming off the bench jericho sims he's just a walking foul so he's just there in to give sga a couple free throw attempts if you never watched jericho sims enjoy it if he comes out there but it's madison square garden sga is going to probably show up this guy that wants to show up in the biggest games and he hasn't played in a ton of big games in his career but in the playoffs i believe with the clippers he played well a couple years back early on in this year this madison square garden sga shows up this is an early tip-off I forgot to mention that at the top Early tip off, 12 p.m. Eastern time. You might be watching this and maybe SGA is laying an egg, or maybe he's got 50 points. I don't know, but I think he shows up and over under at 225. Don't see the Knicks blowing him out. The Knicks have struggled to blow out teams. They've been competitive in almost every game, but they always let teams kind of crawl their way back into this one. He's gonna drive to the rim. I think he's gonna get to the free throw line, and score a lot of points. SGA's been so good to us, might as well take it. It's like a system play at this point. Taking us over 27 and a half points as our third and final play of the day. Let's go 3-0 again. Let's move into Monday. Now, of course, it's time to shout out some all-star. And of course we'll have the two NFL videos if you want to go check that out and you don't want to listen to the new all-stars but you should go become an all-star click the join button I got you I'll shout you out tomorrow we got Gianluca we got Royce we got Trayvon we got Mike we got Brian we got slide gang s we got Lucas we got Scott we got Anthony we got IC710 Jamal Mark Jeff Pops Griffith I appreciate you Rock Chalker self-affliction fades bastion and we got king of I appreciate you guys. You guys are the real MVPs. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. Can't do without you guys. Thanks for coming to All Star. If you want to become one, go click the join button on the channel. Have a great Sunday. End of your weekend. See you guys back again on Monday. Same exact videos. Two reminders. Two videos it up on the screen right to the left and right of my face. Go check them out. NFL Week 10 parlays and player props. NFL Week 10 best bets for my favorite spread picks. Go check it out. It's going to be a bounce back week in the NFL too. Appreciate you guys as always. I'm Austin signing out. Let's go have another 3-0 day. Peace.